Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Welcome to episode 192 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I am Carly. I'm Adam. Hi, everybody. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this is not Theron. This is not Seth. This is a very, very special uh, guest co-host today. It is Adam Wartell, my beloved spouse. <laughs> beloved spouse. I do. <laughs> that, that was very Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I know. That was very nice. I'm married to my lovely wife, Carly. Yes. <laughs> who yes. hosts the Attractions podcast. Uh, so thank you for coming on. Uh, as I think many of you have been following along, Seth and Theron are in the UAE, actually in Abu Dhabi, checking out the brand new SeaWorld that's there. I think they also went to Warner Brothers Park. I know they've been posting a ton of content. Have you seen any of it? Yeah, I mean, I'm jealous. I'm uh, jealous. I know Abu Dhabi's on your list, and it's definitely on mine. Yes, I know. I'm, I want to go, but it's just so far. So you'd go. You would. Yeah. You just went to Finland. You would. You that would is, go in a heartbeat. That is true. Uh, someone asked if we were just technically going to Abu Dhabi. That's how. Yes. It <laughs> uh, someone asked if we were in the same house. No, uh, I'm working from home. My husband works in television, so he is out of a studio. So we are not in like separate rooms fake signing in uh we are in different you hear me? <laughs> but uh i'm so glad so many of you could join us i will share we did do a little theme park adventure this weekend do you want to talk about it it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun um carowinds which is the only theme park in the world to be on a state line you can literally stand in north carolina and south carolina uh, invited us uh, to stay at their cabins and it yeah. was uh, Camp Wilderness. Yes, very cool. Uh, so if you weren't familiar, I mean, I honestly didn't know a ton about it. Camp Wilderness has been at Caravans. It's a really well-known RV park in the Charlotte area. So even if you aren't going to the theme park, it is known for having a great setup for that. But they have these little kind of tiny house cabins. I'm going to call it glamping because it might not be considered camping, but for our purposes, it was. And they were just recently redone. So they're super modern furnishings. Uh, what is it, like woodsy chic? Yeah, I mean, it definitely, I mean, camping doesn't usually have a Roku TV, so it definitely <sighs> wasn't camping. Um, but it was fun. It was really nice uh, and obviously a hop, skip, and a jump away from the park. And you the free transportation, I mean, that really sealed the deal as uh, really good. Right. I definitely highly recommend it. We had done it one other time at Holiday World where we stayed in their little cabins and it was pretty similar, I would say. Yeah, honestly, it, it they, I think this was a little newer probably, mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, really cool uh, just to be able to, I mean, we live in a city, so you don't really get that kind of outdoorsy without the bugs coming into you. Right. Time. No, yeah, we, there, there were no bugs. No bugs. <laughs> yes, it was really nice. Highly recommend. Carowinds is awesome. It's in the middle of their uh, 50th anniversary celebration. So definitely check it out. And this week we are headed to Universal Studios Hollywood. Yes, yes. I can't wait. Yeah, so this will be Adam's first time going to Super Nintendo World. Mine, I don't even know what time. <laughs> but I've been practicing my jumps up to the 
up to the question mark boxes. Yes. Oh, it is so fun. Oh, thank you. You reminded me. I have to pack my power up bands. Definitely don't want to forget that because that makes the experience. So um, do you think you're ready to hop into the news in the queue? I'm ready. Let's do it. Yes. Okay, so I promised you not a lot of news, but the ones that we have are uh, big doozies, we will say. The first one is Disney has officially canceled their $1 billion Lake Nona campus project. So I'm sure everyone's been following along. This has been highly talked about, controversial, if you'll say. Uh, Cast members who work in Disney Parks Experiences and Products Division received the email from Josh DeMauro, the DPEP chairman, and they announced that they will not be moving forward with the planned relocation to Lake Nona, Florida. So this meant this was the relocation for cast members, West Coast, California-based, to relocate to Florida. We do know that some people have already relocated So that is kind of a big shocker because it was already, you know, we've had a lot of people uh, huffing and puffing about that change, but now that project is officially dead. Uh, Josh is speaking at a conference this morning and he said that the announcement is purely business, has nothing to do with anything going on in Florida. It is just merely changing business conditions. So uh, thinking of all the people that already relocated, because, uh, you know, we've done the move from East Coast to West Coast. It is not easy, I guess I'll say. No. No. Yeah. And if you think some of these people probably lived in the same house, maybe for decades to move across the country, uh, they are reaching out to cast members that have already relocated on an individual basis to kind of figure out going back. But for now, that project is dead. Were you surprised? Um, yes, yes and no. I mean, it's a lot of people have already moved there. I think, I mean, look, you, you, you mentioned people that have these rent-controlled apartments. I mean, for right. years and years. I mean, I have a friend that's lived in, lives in Santa Monica and pays like $1,500 a month. It's unheard of. You're not going to get that again if you go back. So yeah. um, I know obviously Disney, uh, out of all companies, is a company that can pull some strings. Uh, and I did think that it was nice that uh, they did mention that, that, that those families and individuals that have already moved, uh, they, they will hopefully help them out. Yes, it was definitely um, yeah a whopper of news. Uh, so California cast members will be preserved out there. We'll keep you posted if there's anything new, but probably it'll just be what it's, it'll be done purely business. As we know, Disney makes those decisions from a business standpoint. So not really a surprise there. Uh, happier news in Orlando. Universal Orlando Resort has revealed all new details about Minion Land, which will be opening this summer at Universal Studios Florida Park. We don't know when this summer, but this summer, if you have been following along, we've kind of shared construction updates because the land has gone up very, very quickly. Uh, This is exciting. And uh, let's just say it looks a little bit better than the one out on the West Coast. This is really, really cool. Um, you know, my first thought when we were at Universal together last time, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's already it's already there. Because I remember it was a very short amount of time between when the Shrek 4D sign was up and then all of a sudden it's like, villain con? What? What is going on here? Um, I know you love 
you love the is it the grilled cheese and the mac and cheese there's so you love the food so i i want to get your take on the food that's coming to orlando yes so uh they don't have the ramen which i was a little bummed to see but they do have a new minion cafe so there is a minion cafe in universal studios hollywood which is really awesome. It's one of my favorite uh, quick service locations there. And the one in Orlando is gonna be like souped up to the next level. A lot of options. Uh, the one in Hollywood's just kind of like a one small quick service location with, you know, just a set menu item. It's like a grilled cheese with banana peanut butter, which I love. Uh, this new one in Orlando is gonna be themed to fan favorite minions, Kevin, Stuart, Bob, and Otto. And it's kind of gonna be divided up into few areas. There's the kitchen where guests will see the equipment the minions use to make the menu items. There's the break room. So this is basically like you're going to be going into the Minions break room. So I think that's super cute. Uh, and then there's a dining room where you're going to be able to eat and kind of be surrounded by all the artwork. So this version of Minion Cafe is going to have 20 items inspired by the characters. And we already kind of got a glimpse into some of the things to expect. It's very, I guess I would say, diverse. There is despicable bowls like Otto's noodle bowl. Agnes's honeymoon soup, Carl's vegan crispy cauliflower. Uh, a lot of attention got this steak and cheese rice sandwich. That looks good. Uh, yes, the Bob's teddy bear chocolate cream puff. Did you see that? How cute it looked? I did. I did. And my the first thing I saw because I know this is going to be a stand uh, where you can also get drinks, but uh, the the banana popcorn. I feel like that's going to be something because I know you. Obviously, we're married. Right. This is going to be one of those things that you're going to be like, I have to try this. I have to try this. And you're going to take one bite and you're going to love it or hate it. Yes, uh, definitely probably going to be a 50-50 split. <laughs> I did like the popcorn at Galaxy's Edge of Disneyland. They did, I think it was like banana and chocolate mixed popcorn. But I think it worked because it had the chocolate too. I'm not sure about straight up banana flavor. Uh, there was one other thing on the kids menu. There was this uh, little mini boss mega melt, which I'm not sure if you saw the photo of, but a lot of people were trying to figure out there was these little minions cutouts and people were saying they look like chicken nuggets. But to me, do you know the Gators Dockside smiley fries? <laughs> I do. A really nice plug for Gators Dockside, yeah. which can be a sponsor if you're interested. Yes. Uh, they So to me, they look like tots, so I don't think they're chicken nuggets. Uh, also, we saw a uh, massive pink cupcake has been erected on the top of one of the roofs, and this is going to be a split retail location and bakery where you can find Minions-themed treats, cupcakes, macaroons, s'mores. So at uh, California, they do some really good desserts there. Have you had the Nutella minions like banana pudding nutella thing i don't i've not had that okay it, it's amazing they didn't announce it yet for east coast but we'll see pop banana is of course where you can get the banana flavored popcorn and they also said they're going to be having so all those cute popcorn buckets we see universal studios hollywood gets we're going to be getting them too, including the minion selfie one which is really cute because it's a minion with a selfie stick and then there is going to be freeze ray pops, which they are saying are colorful popsicles inspired by Gru, the Minions, and Vector. Uh, that sounds to me like the secret life of pet pops. Yes, the ones that at the end of the attraction, there's one that's like the vanilla fudge. That's the one that I mm -hmm. love. The um, yes. it's funny because when 
when I first, so going back to you, there's the kitchen, there's the break room, there's the dining room, there's all these areas of the Minions Cafe. I was getting Avengers Campus Disneyland Paris vibes. Because remember when Ooh. we ate there and we had that 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 pizza that we loved and you're just sitting in the middle of uh, Agent Carter's break room. Yes, that's, a, that's a good point. Yeah, because it's it seems like it's going to be like, right, like a multi-room dining room of some yeah. sorts. Uh, I mean, the space is pretty big. If you're familiar, obviously, with Monsters Cafe, that is where that whole building is taking over. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I think new quicks. There's so many good for me, Universal Orlando. I like the sit down restaurants. So I think I'm excited to have some options when it comes to more quick service. Yeah. I, I feel the exact same way. I know you're a Confisco Confisco girl. Yes, um, I am a Confisco girl. So it'll be nice to have maybe some, uh, you know, inspired bites that are a little bit more, I don't know, gourmet, but just exciting and different, you know, pizza hits good, but this will be fun to have some minion stuff. And then along with the announcement, we finally got new details on VillainCon Minion Blast, which is going to be the new attraction. It'll be the land signature attraction. And this is kind of taking over where Despicable Me Mayhem already is. So the new signature attraction is going to be kind of a never-before-done walkthrough. So this is different. So when this was first announced, people weren't sure if you'd be on like some sort of like conveyor belt. What were you sitting in? This is actually going to be a walkthrough attraction where you are basically heading to VillainCon, which is the world's largest convention for villains, conveniently taking place in Orlando. And in attendance are the super villains from Minions, The Rise of Gru, and they are trying to find the newest member. So basically, this ride will be us doing our job interview, and we are going to be using what they are calling Eliminator X-Blasters. That's a lot. Say <laughs> that five times fast. Yes. So uh, you'll be on a moving walkway. So imagine like a slow moving airport walkway and you will try to earn as many points, points as possible with the goal of impressing the members of Vicious Six. So this sounds really cool. Yeah. it it's I'm getting like vibes of like if the end of Space Mountain was a full ride. <gasps> Yes. And, and as you're going through, you've got to shoot. It, it sounds really, really cool. Um, it, it sounds like a combo of like an like obviously Men in Black is is very is old at this point. We love it; it's a fan favorite. But for the people that might not enjoy like the constant spinning, right, it's an option to kind of have that experience. Well, and and then some. Um, I fully, I fully expect um, piped in smell of bananas at some point. Oh. There, has to be. there better be. <laughs> or we're going to be upset. Uh, this is really cool. Another major win for it is, you know, a lot of attractions at Universal have a minimum height requirement. This, they have called it, anyone can apply for the job. Meaning, as long as your kid can stand independently, they can go on it. And, and oh. we've seen a lot of kids at Universal. Some of them can't stand independently. Yeah. <laughs> so if your kid can stand, they can apply for a job and go on VillainCon Minion Blast. Uh, they also said we're going to be able to track our progress in an app. So I don't know what that means. I guess we're going to be able to interact with the Universal app much like we can at Super Nintendo World. Maybe it's a good way to test it before Epic Universe opens, you know? Yeah. Good point. Good yeah, point. so 
summer is all they're saying. We will keep you posted as soon as we get a date. But, you know, like we said, it is kind of like rocking and rolling that construction. Everything seems to be going up. So hopefully before the crazy rush of summer comes, we'll have something new to experience at Orlando. And by the way, adults have to stand independently too. So no going to yes. Finnegan, no going to Finnegan's before this ride. No Finnegan's before. <laughs> uh, so also in Florida, we have uh, the Legoland Florida Resort is going to be welcoming an all new stunt show. This is a limited time summer engagement, and this will be called Go Extreme. And this is going to feature BMX, scooter tricks, inline skaters, and what I'm curious about, a world record holding Pogo athlete. I don't know what that is. It's never been done. It's never been done. You've never seen that in a show at a theme park in, in Orlando, I guess. No. Uh, figure it out. Maybe they're from Figure It Out from the 90s. Oh my God. Some leftovers from the 90s. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a stunt show that is going to be taking place May 27th through August 6th. They're going to have a new character to Legoland Florida Resort called Produce, Producer Tom, and he will lead the show's auditions. <laughs> uh, families can join in on the fun as part of a live studio audience. Uh, this just does sound really Nickelodeon. Yeah, it, it kind of is giving me vibes just from the description as something that you would have seen uh, at Universal in the 90s or Disney MGM Studios before it was Hollywood Studios. Yes, I mean... Because I, I heard about this news, but now that I'm kind of rereading it through, so they're going to have kind of like a fake producer that is, so it's not just a show, which I like. So it's definitely yeah. based on audience participation, which is like a lot of what we did at Mix Studios in the 90s. At, at, at some point, and I have my my IFB here. This is basically what I'm doing an impression of what it will look like. You'll have a producer, he'll have an IFB, and he'll go, wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're on in five, four, three. <laughs> That's what, there you go. That's exactly. That's it. it is very MGM studios, very Nick studios. Uh, so these hopeful stunt performers will compete to make their big break on the show before a panel of guests. Uh, very cool. Also coming this summer, there's going to be a new roaming percussion group called the rhythm bricks. And it's just kind of all part of the amazingness that is Legoland Florida resort. They have so much entertainment, so many themed weekends and Almost none of it is a hard ticket event. So for families that have the annual passes, everything's basically included with your visit, which I love to see because we spend so much money on all the hard ticket events. I'm excited. We'll be, you, I know I'll be there with you at some point. So Yes. Uh, and then uh, finally for our news in the queue, which was announced and I just think is really freaking queue. Uh, you could have breakfast with Peppa Pig this summer. So this is also at the Legoland Florida Resort at the Peppa Pig theme park beginning June 9th. You can have an all new oinktastic character dining experience as you dine and meet Peppa herself. So this is super cute. It's taking place at Miss Rabbit's Diner. If you've been to Peppa Pig, you know that's their kind of flagship restaurant. And this is going to be an all-you-care-to-enjoy breakfast, obviously targeted for the preschool bunch. There's going to be a kid-friendly buffet with fruit, waffles, uh, scrambled eggs. And for the adults, uh, I don't think there's going to be pork because that would be in poor taste. But there will be chicken apple sausage. <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to say, like, is there going to be the Peppa Pig's British? Is there going to be like black and white pudding like they have it at Hogwarts? 
Oh, I, I wish. Yeah. I think this is definitely going to be more, uh, you know, all ages appropriate. They're going to do like breakfast sandwiches and whatnot. Uh, and then of course, as you are eating down and all that food free flowing, Peppa and her family will make the rounds to take pictures and, you know, meet and greet and for some hugs. Sounds like fun. It really does. If you have little kids, this is a perfect park. It's definitely perfect for that like two to six, seven range. There's a great water playscape that I'm sure you're, I've heard people with kids, they have spent like hours there. Uh, so if you want to do the breakfast with Peppa Pig, this is going to be a limited time on Friday and Saturdays. And the cool part is you get exclusive early ride time on a Daddy Pig's roller coaster, which is like the main family-friendly roller coaster, and Grampy Rabbit's Dinosaur Adventure. And um, you know the bear ride at Dollywood? <laughs> that is like this, but you're on the back. Yes, you're on the back of a dinosaur. I totally did that uh, when I went to Peppa Pig. Uh, and this is all before the park opens. So if you kind of want to you know, beat the summer heat, it's going to be, it gets so hot, you know, in that part of Florida during the summer. This is a great way to do it. Get in, do the attractions, and then get out. And this will be priced at $34.99 per kid ages 2 to 9 and $44.99 per adult 10 and up. Important to know, you do have to have park admission or a valid annual pass to get into Peppa Pig theme park because this restaurant is inside. So that will be uh, sold separately. But this is really fun, and uh, hopefully we'll see uh, some coverage coming up uh, on this experience. That's so adorable. Uh, and as I said, that is all we had for this week's News in the Queue. It wasn't too much, but it was some big stuff. Uh, but before we get to our main attraction, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! Okay. Oh, that voice, that voice is intense. I love it. I know, I know. Well, I feel like that voice is fitting for our main attraction this week. Uh, okay, Thursday, the news came in just at the end of the day as I was closing my laptop. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, Disney's most ambitious project to date, not a hotel, will sail its final voyage this September. Yes. Uh, the internet basically broke. Uh, we know sales have been struggling based on the discounts that they've offered based on all the available occupancy that we saw. But now we finally know that Disney's first of its kind immersive two night experience aboard the Halcyon Star Cruiser will sail its final voyage September 28th through 30th. And this is despite it receiving really positive reviews. Disney did share that it has nothing to do with the response they've gotten to it. It's just, there has been a stark decline in bookings. So thoughts, feelings, emotions go. It's, it's a lot of money and, and it's a lot of money. I think for, for, for most people. And I think sometimes, you know, you go to quality, quality over quantity in this 
in this case, you know, maybe the, the quantity should have been a little more. I, I, it's tough. It really is tough. Um, you know, this isn't the first time we've seen Disney come up with something really grandiose and then it's, it's closed quickly. What was the thing where you went to Disney to learn and take classes? Yeah. Disney Institute. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a great example. Yeah. And, and I think that my, my initial hope, because I really want to go and I, I'm looking at the comments. Uh, Osvaldo uh, Skywalker was, was asking the question why I do. I don't know if we necessarily know why the star cruiser closed. I, there's no real specific answer in the, in the, in the press release that they, that they gave, but decline in sales plus um, you know, again, just not enough people going on. I, I, I can go to Europe. I go to Europe, yeah. I go to Italy. I, I can do a lot of stuff for that money. I think that's just nail on head. Uh, you and I obviously love to travel and we don't mind spending money on travel. The kind of general consensus when I've talked to a lot of people in our similar position that love traveling is you instantly go to, but what else can I do with this money? I saw someone post that they went to Tokyo for two weeks, did Tokyo Disney, traveled all around, and it was like half the price yeah. of what this two-night voyage is. And it is a bummer because – it, it is just, it's such high operating costs. There are only a hundred rooms. So that's not like, the operation cost to have this many live actors. And then you're having these voyages with maybe a couple dozen of these rooms booked. There was no way to keep this going really any longer. It's, it's sad because I love immersive theater, but I just couldn't justify the cost of doing this. And it probably also has to, do with like I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I love theater. I love immersive theater. Not a huge Star Wars fan. I feel like it was such a niche thing. Uh, it's a bummer because I guess you have to try things. It's good that Disney tries. This was you know a lot for them to admit that this didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think yeah. that with we went on the Disney Wish, so we we got to have dinner. Uh, you know, in 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 Ant Man's you know dining room, and we we saw all that. I mean, that's really, really cool. And it's really, really immersive. But do people want to do that for that long period of time? And also you have to think about the actors. I mean, think about how difficult, because I, I mean, didn't they, I mean, there was a few people that kind of went public and, and said, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. I quit. This is, was my dream job six months ago. And now I quit. And this is the reason why I quit. Absolutely. I mean, to be paid that wage and have to be on for two days, because even when you go home, you're thinking, okay, Adam is on this voyage and we just had this great moment. And you're kind of in that cycle for a 48 hour period. It's very taxing on the performer. And, you know, the, we've seen pictures of the hotel. It's not really much. You're not going on. It's not like a four seasons where you're going to I'm enjoying the pool. There is no pool. You were going to interact with these performers and kind of the weight of the burden has gone on them. But to your point with the Disney wish, I'm so glad you brought that up. It is much different to pay for an experience. That's like two hours from a consumer standpoint. Many Disney fans can chalk up a couple hundred bucks. You know, we do hoop de do right. Obviously cheaper, but um, you know, you're coughing up a little bit larger amount of money up front, but you're having a, limited time, immersive theatrical experience. When Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was announced, they were kind of promising that a dinner supper club show was gonna be part of Galaxy's Edge. 
and then hold up. Oh no, it's actually um, behind a paywall. That's a six grand paywall. So I know a lot of people were kind of upset about that. Why are all these experiences that were promised for Galaxy's Edge now hidden behind something that most people can't afford? Yeah, and I think the the thing about Disney is, look, we we always see the comments on Facebook and Instagram and all social media of, you know, the, the, our number one annoyance when we go to Disney is when people are like, oh, most expensive trip ever. And right. we're like, well, you paid extra to make that stupid shirt. So I don't really understand why, why you're complaining about it. This one I get. This one I get. Um, you know, and, and Disney is all about, and theme parks in general are about being able to attract all sorts of people from all walks of life. And this is a very narrow group of people that that were able to to do this and i think that's kind of not what what disney's brand as a whole is about agreed yeah it was just too niche of an experience those that have done it i know absolutely loved it so now we are left to think what is going to happen to the building uh i don't know so it's a hundred room hotel you have to think about that there's only a hundred rooms i just can't see the operating costs be worth it if it changed over to maybe a traditional hotel stay where there are some actors, the operating costs were the biggest problem. So I'm not sure how you can transition that to, you know, maybe the rates of like a deluxe hotel, but you can stay as little as one night. What I know many of us would love to see is that supper club is there and that bar is there. Is there a way for me to take the transport from Batu, go there pay up i would pay a premium price to have a supper club experience and then you can go to the bar for a say it's like Oga's cantina where it's like a 45 minute time window it's gonna be that is what people want uh, i'm sure it'd be i would love to say if we could stay there for one night i would do that but i just don't know the operating costs yeah it's gonna make sense to do that there's my, I had two separate thoughts. By the way, hello, Augusta, Maine. Hi, Troy. Nice to yes, see you. Yes, hello. Um, my thoughts were dinner cruise. You yeah. could make it a dinner cruise, like a like a, like a a dinner cruise yeah. where, you, like you said, you do that. And then you've got all these hotel rooms that are not being used. One of our favorite experiences is the Crystal Maze in London. And the Crystal Maze, if everybody at home doesn't know, um, is a very famous British game show that they took and basically created the ultimate escape room where there's like, I mean, there must be like 50, 60 doors and you walk in, you don't know how to play the game. You just got to figure it out for yourself. With all these little rooms, they could make the ultimate Star Wars escape room. And you could have right. two separate experiences, a dinner, cruise, or, or an escape room. Utilize I love that idea. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard. I mean, there's no... There's no spa, there's no there's no gym, there's no pool. It's going to be really hard to transition it, even though I'd like to see it, into a hotel. But I think we they can come up with other creative uses for the space. I don't think they're just going to like let it sit and rot. I hope, you know, I hope not. Then we're going to get all the YouTube videos of people sneaking in oh, after right. that reason. But if we, can, video of <laughs> if we could take that transport from Batu, okay. So hypothetically, say it transitions to a supper dinner show where you have the entertainment, multi-course dinner, and you can go to the bar. How much would you pay for that? I'd honestly pay one $175 a person. I, I feel like it would there. have to be at least that. Because if you look at the cost of Hoop-de-Doo, and Hoop-de-Doo comes with free alcohol too, which is 
I mean, again, I always say best deal in Disney. Best deal in Disney. Um, you, you think about the theming of Star Wars, you're adding to that and you're getting dinner. I wouldn't even include alcohol. I'd probably, you know, 175, I think would be fair just for the theming compared to six grand. Right. And and then it's just like like a hoop-de-doo or any sort of dinner show where these actors are going to want to come back and play these characters because they're not going to have to be going to bed thinking about, oh my gosh, like all these hundred people that I just met having to remember this stuff. I mean, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy. It's, it's just, I mean, it's, it's so demanding of a job. Uh, it's definitely a loss to progress because, you know, I love immersive experience, theater experiences. Adventures club was like, it still hurts. And I know it hurts so many people still, even though it closed, you know, 15 years ago, that was kind of just the beginning, you know, a small scale immersive theater, you know, pub bar uh experience so i think if we could do something like that on the star cruiser it would be really cool it and that people would spend the money that's the thing right people would spend the money i could see it even going for maybe a couple hundred dollars a person for the meal and then you also have access to the bar where you obviously pay for your own drinks a la carte but this could be an incredible way to use the space uh the room suggestion I like doing like an escape room kind of thing. Uh, it's going to be hard to make it a normal hotel, but yeah, that, that was the big news. That was the bombshell. Uh, so uh, just like logistics, new bookings are on hold until May 26th. Anyone that had a voyage previously booked for after the closing date of September 30th has been contacted and they were able to change their bookings. And we have already seen that, the final voyage, September 28th through 30th, is already sold out. So that means the people going on voyages after changed for the last one, which I kind of figure would happen because how cool to be on the last one. Right. That'll be uh, right. So when the bookings open up on May 26th, I don't think there are going to be any discounts. At least that's what the word on the street is. So there's not going to be the DVC. There's not going to be annual pass holder discounts. You're going to be paying you know, rack room rates. Uh, and I'm curious to see if based on demand, they even increase it even more than how much it cost. I don't know. <laughs> but if you want to, uh, May 26th is that. I feel like something for this, you're probably going to want to, you know, reach out to maybe MEI and Mouse Fan Travel to have them set that whole thing up because you're going to have to do credit card deposits. It's a whole thing. Uh, but yes, if you want to get on uh, Galactic Star Cruiser before it makes its final voyage, uh, May 26th is the date. And if you happen to be on voyages after September that were canceled, use that money and go to Tokyo Disney Sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they do get 50% off if they rechange if they change it to another booking. So I'm kind of bummed that I didn't do that because 50% yeah. off is a is an easier pill to swallow. Um, I see we have a slacker wannabe that says dinner cruise and event space. Yes. That, that has to be where it's going. Right. I mean, and themed wedding. I mean that uh, Disney does themed weddings really, really well. We would know. We would, we would know we got married in Italy and Epcot. Uh, and, and if that is your, is your dream like that, they're not using that space in the morning. We had our wedding in the morning and then we kind of had the whole thing throughout the day into the evening with our dessert party. It could be done. 
it could be done. It could be done. Uh, regardless, I'm excited to see what happens because, you know, we weren't going to spend the 6K, but I would spend another amount to be able to at least get a little glimpse into the experience. Uh, so big news, plan accordingly if you want to go on it. Uh, but uh, before we go, we want to thank our sponsor, MEI and Mousefan Travel. And please, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a rating. It really helps us, you know, get up there, boost everything. Uh, and thank you, Adam, for joining me. Thank you. I know I was really hard to find. So thank you for, uh, thank you for asking me. <laughs> no, this has been fun. I, I watch this every week. You know that I watch you. I, I, I'm your biggest fan. I, I love being able to banter about some theme parks with you. Yes, it is what we love, what we love to talk about. Uh, so be sure to follow us along on attractionsmagazine.com. And of course, search for Attractions Magazine on your favorite social media. Definitely look up what they've been posting because Seth and Theron have been posting some pretty epic stuff from across the globe. Uh, if anyone didn't see that dancing starfish from SeaWorld Abu Dhabi, it's like absolutely ridiculous, but I you, love you it. You come back with a, with a stuffed toy of the oh, starfish. 100% I would have a plushie of the starfish. Uh, but, you know, if you want to follow me, I am at Carly Caramana on Twitter, and I am at Adventures by Carly on Instagram, and I will be hitting all the West Coast parks this week, doing a lot of fun stuff, heading to the new Fiesta Village at Knott's, doing something I've never done before at Universal Hollywood, going to do some Disneyland. Uh, so follow along, all the fun. Uh, what about you, Adam? Well, you can follow me uh, right there right there at uh, at Adam Wurzel uh, on, on all platforms. Look for me. I'm on a TV show called Nashville Insider uh, that airs across the country. So you can check your local listings at nashvilleinsider.tv and uh, look for me tagged on all of uh, Carly's posts. Yes. <laughs> I'm, there. I'm excited yeah. to be in LA with you. Yes. I'm so excited for your first baby's first Super Nintendo world. <laughs> I'm so excited. So um, and until next week, I hope everyone stays safe out there, try something new, but most importantly, have fun. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye all. Thank you. Bye.